you're listening to I'm the Town. I'm your girl Tanya. And uh, just stay with us for a little while. we got a couple of different topics going on. First of all, uh, Megan got married. She did it. She married that fine redhead. Yes, she did. And uh, gun control. What is going on? More shootouts. More shootouts. I guess we didn't have enough. Oh, my goodness. So we'll be back to talk about all that stuff. Uh, one moment. Uh, let's see. Um, so, uh, whew, what a day. So Meghan Markle uh, has uh, married the prince. The prince. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I was wondering a couple of things. Uh, does anybody know why the the uh, seat next to Prince William was empty? I thought that was weird. Um, saw a couple of looks from the the uh, the father. Um, that were weird, but you know. Otherwise, it was a great wedding. I hope you guys watched it. It was really good. Um, and Megan's dress was Givenchy. Uh Yes, it was fabulous. I thought it was very very conservative, but. You know, I guess maybe because it wasn't her first time getting married. Maybe that's why. I'm not sure about that one. But uh, it was a beautiful wedding. Um, and uh, Serena um, looked like, I don't know why she couldn't be her best girl. I couldn't understand that. But it was nice to see her. And she looked fabulous. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she looked absolutely stunning uh, in her dress. I didn't even see what she was wearing. But it was fabulous. And uh, so what's going on today? Uh top news stories let's see we have um oh boy so much stuff going on well aside from the the wedding was the best thing that happened today so we can keep that that's that's good um but there's um a lot of stuff going on um with a cuban air airline jet with 113 people crashed uh, i can't believe three people survived thank god for that um so that's interesting because usually you know when everybody goes down everybody goes down um, there's also another shooting at a Santa Fe high school. Uh, ten victims killed. Um, and what do you think? A kid who's got his parents' gun once again. So I wanted to talk about that piece because that to me is a... It's, it seems to be like a regular thing. The shooter's always someone's kid. And it's usually somebody who's, a, I don't know, military or a cop or something. Um, and that's how they get access to the guns. They're clearly approved by the NRA, um, but the question is, uh, what is, what is it with, um, with guns? Um, do people? I I believe there are some people who really just want to protect their rights, um, and that is fine. I think everybody should be entitled to do whatever they feel is good for them. But then there's other people um, who I'm just confused on that, uh, you know. If if you're there to protect your home, then why are your kids having access to these guns? I don't understand how that happens. Uh, so, you know, it's just a little strange to me. Um, but don't let me tell it, of course. Uh, I just think it's, yeah, it's just a little strange. And uh, this kid, uh, apparently, I think he was 17. Um, yeah, and he... Uh, he, he, you know, there was bombs involved. I'm like, how do we get bombs involved? I thought those were only for quote unquote terrorist. How is he not being labeled a terrorist? Uh, is what I'd like to know. Um, and I wish somebody would call me, you know, call in and, and weigh in on this because it's something that's really disturbing. Um, I did have one good uh, post, uh, I won't say no names because I want to protect the person's privacy, but um, some people, you know, one guy gave a good point of, of, uh, 
you know, how he felt about guns. Uh, and I thought it was actually the first time I heard one that made sense. Uh, I'm going to see if I can still find it. But they, you know, they mentioned that they have a, a gun um, and that, uh, that it's not a military-grade weapon. Um, it, that it's a semi-auto rifle. Um, and it looks like a military weapon, but he said it lacks the ability to be used as an automatic rifle. Um, so, uh, but he was saying, uh, and he had a very good point that, um, you know, he was giving me the details on the gun, uh, and about Korea and Vietnam. Um, and he just said, you know, people have bought, um, the made up terms of assault weapon when assault is an action that no firearm can perform. Um, it is not the, it's not the uh, fun. It's the stock mind and heart behind the gun. So, um, when he said that, um, I realized he had a very good point. And I thank you uh, for, you know who you are. I won't mention your name because I didn't ask you to mention your name, so I won't mention your name. But he made a very good point. Um, and uh, I want to know what people think about that because uh, it's, um, you know, as a Quaker, I don't believe in guns at all. <laughs> but I do know that some people feel like, no, I, I need to have my gun and protect myself. But when does it become protection and when does it become... You know, you're just using it like a like a Zimmerman to threaten people or or to take down people that you just don't want around. Um, so, it, well, how do we discriminate or decide who you know who's right and who's wrong? Because clearly, if we're talking about uh, passing an NRA um, test to to be sane to take to get a gun, clearly there's problems with that. Something's going wrong with their vetting system, people. Because so far, everybody that's shot this year has uh, been an NRA holder or got it from an NRA holder. Um, and that's not to get on the NRA. How about that? I'm not even going to get on you guys verbatim um, because you're doing your job, which is to make money. And and this country was started on guns and it became what it was by taking things from people with guns. So, I mean, the Native American is a good example of that, right? So, so with that being said, I guess America wouldn't be the great rich country it is without guns. So the big guy who has a bigger gun wins the war. Is that what's going on? I honestly think that's what's going on. Even Kim Jong-un um, and, uh, you know, what's going on with Korea, I believe that's also about who's got the biggest guns. And that's why the other guy doesn't want to dismantle his weapons because he's like a little 10-year-old and he's saying, I don't want... I don't think your weapon's going to be better than mine. And, uh, and, and Trump's saying, well, my got the biggest weapon. I can do whatever I want. And that's where the problem is. All about ego, people. It has nothing to do with anything else but straight up ego. And uh, at what point do we, do, we, uh, um, do we care that, you know, innocent people are going to be hurt uh, at this point? I don't understand. Um, I don't understand what, what it's going to take. For us to realize that uh, that this is just not conducive. Guns are not going to solve any of our problems. It's not going to do anything. It does help in the bully situations because that's kind of what happens. You know, I come up to you with a gun, tell you to give me everything, you're going to give it to me because I have a gun. So I feel like guns are just used as a ploy to get what you want. When reality, you don't have to... I don't see a reason to use a gun. If you're going to say you're military people, fine. They're fighting wars. That's what you use a gun for, wars, if you if you believe in such. I don't, but if you do, that's what you use from. Why is someone, a regular person in a hotel in Las Vegas where you're supposed to be having fun with AKA-47 knocking out tons of people? 
doesn't make sense to me. And he gets in the, nobody in the lobby, nobody in the cameras, his security people didn't even notice that this man's coming in with a massive amount of suitcases. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just a lot of a, a lot of a, not, uh, a lot of people not seeing something say something. <laughs> How about that? You know, we're just letting it go by. Even after the poor kids in Florida got shot up, what do you hear parents and what do you hear people saying? They're not saying, we've got to stop these guns. They're saying, we've got to, um, what'd they say? They said, we've got to um, get the guns out of the people that are mentally ill. Well, guess what? Just like drugs do not discriminate, if someone wants to kill you, they don't discriminate either technically. I mean, they might. Actually, I take that back. You know, they might. But I'm saying in the sense that if I have it in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit to go and shoot up a school, ain't nothing you could do to stop me. I'm going to find a way, right? Because there's guns available. If there was no guns available now, however, I'd have to come up with a new plan. It might be a longer plan. I might still succeed. But it wouldn't be as quick and as many people as it was a semi-automatic weapon. I don't see no reason why a common man should have a semi-automatic weapon under no circumstances. I don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Like if there was like a, you know, military thing right now and someone was trying to take over our land or something, they want to come around, drive around and hand out AKs. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't take it. That's the only thing I can think of, of seeing when you would need an actual weapon. So anyway, I don't know. So much for guns. I personally don't like them, but if you ever want to talk about it, you can always call us at uh, 914-646-4638. Uh, and you can always Facebook me, uh, and, uh, you can check us out on anchor.com, uh, and check out our show. I'll be sending the links out. Um, and so much for, I mean, <clears throat> another topic, racism. Um, a lot of people don't feel that, uh, that Trump is the one that set up this whole atmosphere. I personally think it is him that set up the atmosphere for racism. While we have good balancing acts that the universe has provided for us, hashtag Megan getting married today to the prince. Uh, that's a great uh, racial healer right there, in my opinion. If the queen doesn't care, like, hello, get over yourself, right? Um, but, you know, when he said, uh, you know, when he was running and all that stuff, and he said, wouldn't it be nice if you see one of them football players and they don't want to do what you, they want to kneel for a flag. Somebody doesn't want to kneel for a flag, knock them in the head. It, it's no big deal. Uh, and they said, oh, when you're arresting somebody and you rough them up a little bit, who cares? It's not going to hurt. Nobody could bump his head on the thing. That was setting the, the tone in the atmosphere, which is why I believe a lot of black people are being har harassed, stalked, um, beaten, you name it. Uh, and, and it's just sad. It's disgusting. Um, and I, I say to everybody, I put everybody on notice, stop it. Just stop it. Because... Uh, you know, just like you have your little crazy people running around here now that are tired at the schools being bullied and you ain't doing nothing about it at the schools. Hashtag all your schools should be ashamed of yourself because you know the bully incidences are going on. But you choose to ignore them and say, oh, he'll be just fine. You you ignore it. You know, you know, I worked in the school district. I worked in the school district. And I know I can tell you right now who has potential and who doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't go around pointing my finger at them because... You know, luckily at my school, we're good. But but just in general, when I worked at another school district, yeah, I can tell you who's going to be the one to go off, if there's such thing. And if their parents have guns at home, oh, God bless all of us, because it's definitely going down. Because they can't, it's like, you have to think harder if you're going to commit one of these crazy acts um, and you have a gun right there. Okay, I've kind of veered a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. But I was talking about racism, but it's just filtered right into there. And the reason why I think a lot of people own guns, and I wish like for you to keep it real to yourself, not to me, to to yourself. 
Half of the people that own guns have guns because they think that some black person is going to rob their house and kill them. That's what they think. I don't know if it's a um, a pre-historic thought, like, you know, guilt or something, which you shouldn't have because if you didn't do slavery, you shouldn't have no feeling, no feeling of guilt because I don't have no guilt for none of my ancestors. Uh, I have I have a respect, respect uh, and I work a little harder because of them to having to die for where I am, but I wouldn't feel guilty about nothing. So I think people, a lot of people, most of the people that own guns appear to me to be people that are just scared of their own goddamn shadow because they're afraid that shit's going to come off because of stuff that they did in the past might come back and bite them in the ass. So that's, that's usually, I mean, it's not, very rarely is it just a hunter. I mean, I, there are a couple hunters. I got friends that like to hunt this out there. I wouldn't hunt. I don't believe in hunting animals, but if they do, God bless them, respect them, whatever. I don't, I'm not judging. Uh, but, but you don't have, you don't have no, uh, no reason to have a friggin' AKA, even if you're going to kill a bear. What the hell are you gonna need AKA for? I mean, come on. The bear is just trying to do his thing, and you tur- you're going on his turf and killing him. Come on, man. See, I don't believe in killing animals. Um, and that's a long story short. But uh, now that I have a dog, I really, as you heard him, <laughs> hey Duke, say what up. Um, now that I have a dog, I'm definitely it's not going down. Like I don't want to hunt nothing. I, I would like to be a full vegetarian. It's just that it's never convenient in my life. Uh, but I, you know, I try. It's just sometimes I slip up. Uh, but I don't have to eat meat. If I if someone gave me the right vegetables every day, I would never have to eat meat again. Um, and quite frankly, um, when I <laughs> visited my mother's, uh, she used to there's, there's a farm down in the south, and when we used to go down to Georgia. And I see how the chicken coop is. I was like, mm, not sure if we want to mess with them chicken too much. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, uh, it's one of these days, people. Uh, one of these days to the moon, Alice, to the moon. Um, so, yeah, so much for racism. I quite frankly think also, um, you know, one of the things I've been toying with, you guys know I'm a comedian. Uh, and I've been toying with the fact that I think that we should have like, you know, pre-atrocity conversations. Uh, I know you're like, what is that? So basically, okay, when guys are like 10, 11, right? Don't they like fall in love with their first love, you know? So imagine Hitler when he was like 12, right? And he met, let's say, Emma, right? Okay? And they were walking along to school one day. And this is something I call Pavlog pre-atrocity conversations, okay? So as soon as he said, Emma, I'm going to make the Swazi people then... On my slaves, they're going to take over the land, Emma. I'm going to take over. She should have went, oh, Emma, why'd you hit me, Emma? What's wrong with Emma? I'm going to make them my slaves. Oh, Hitler, you're such a silly boy. How dare you think you can make someone your slave? What is wrong with you? I can't believe you would do such a thing. I will never talk to you again. Emma, come back, Emma. No, Hitler, I think you're crazy. Emma, Emma. That is a Pavlov pre-atrocity conversation, okay? So as soon as you know, or as soon as you hear someone say something horrific or crazy, okay? You know, like, I hate black people, or I hate white people, or I hate Chinese people, whatever it is. Boom. Just knock them out the box verbally. Just just kill it right then and there. Kill it. You know, now I will admit I'm a Quaker, okay? But um, I am a Quaker that if you... But most Quakers, a real Quaker, like, if you hit them, like, they'll turn the other cheek. If you hit me, I'm probably going to knock you out because that's where I draw the line. I don't allow people to violate me. I will never hit you, but if you hit me, 
And, you know, barring you're not a police officer, I would never hit a police officer because that's just stupid. Um, but if you, if I was like walking down the street and someone hit me, then I'm going to defend myself. But I would never go up to you and hit you, even if you call me the N-word, no matter what you call me. Um, only time I ever portray back an act of violence is if I saw you putting an act of violence on someone else that I could help stop. I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow someone like Hitler when you did the gas chambers and all that stuff. I wouldn't have stood by and watched. He'd have to kill me too. So that's the one, that's my exception to the rule. Um, I don't think anybody should watch uh, an atrocity under any circumstances because I just feel like with, with slavery and with uh, the Holocaust, people literally said, well, I don't got the star, so I'm just going to not say nothing. Shh. You know, my kids are alive. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Slavery. They'd see people hanging from the tree and make the town go and watch them hanging from the tree. And instead of saying, yo, you can't do that. If like, if there's like, three town owners and 60 people, the 60 people could overturn the three people. Like, I don't understand why they didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I'm glad I wasn't a slave either. Cause that would have been like, you know, I would have been playing a Putin on all of them. You know what I'm saying? And anybody that tried to come for me and my family, like if I'm feeding you, you're not going to get good food. I'll tell you right now, if you're trying to hurt me. So those are, those are where I break off from the Quakers is that you cannot commit an act of violence on me and expect me to just sit there. So that's a little jack. I have to work with that. I'm working with that. But see, you know, God knows my heart. He loves me. He loves me regardless. Regardless, he loves me. Okay, so I'm not worried about what everybody else thinks. Um, so anywho, um, I thought they said Meghan Markle's dad had, had to have heart surgery. Hmm. So, I don't know, because TMZ was saying that he was trying to sell pictures or something. Mm -hmm. Him and his, his trifling other half-daughter, his other daughter, was trying to sell pictures or something. I don't know how true this is. I'm just saying. Um, that's just a little trifling, because if he had a heart surgery, why is he taking the garbage out? If he's going to have heart surgery, why he be taking the garbage out? Like, why couldn't you get on a plane? Like, did your artery is about to bust if you, did you get the combustion of the air or something? I'm confused about that one. But don't worry, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to bother Mr. Marco. I'm just so happy that she had the fabulous wedding. And and that, uh, um, you know, that, that it worked out good. It was a beautiful wedding. Oh, did you see the choir? Oh, <laughs> scandalous. The choir was some kind of a uh, um, African-like, I'll call it, choir. Um, that was just, oh my gosh, they were amazing. Um, I thought that was interesting to put a touch to it, to add a little diversity to the little menu there, you know what I'm saying? And then that celloist, oh my gosh, he was amazing. The guy uh, playing the instrument there, uh, he was amazing, the kid. Uh, Kwame something, I don't know. Um, why does the name have to be Kwame? I don't know, but whatever. Um, what else happened today? Uh, yeah, I'm just randomly talking. It's me, your girl Tanya. You are listening to On The Town. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, we're just talking, talking about various stuff, uh, various stuff going on. Uh, oh man. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Tension flare. Europe wonders if America lost it good for good. Well, a lot of people think that about America, but I don't think we lost it. I just think that right now, and I just, it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing situation going on. Um, but you know, I guess it's, uh, this is life, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. Quite frankly, if there's any Brits over there available that look like the Prince, uh, preferably the redhead or look like Idris Elba, Elvis, 
uh, you can give me a call. Um, I'll be more than happy to take your call, and I'll be more than happy to uh, come over and slide over to England. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. They seem to be a little bit more open-minded than they are here. Um, not to say there's not prejudice, because I know I know Oprah, one time, I think it was Oprah or somebody, had a hard time with Harrods or something. So I don't know. I'm not sure how that works out, but whatever. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, um, what else is going on? I guess that's about it. We, um, we did our thing today. Um, you know, this time just flies so fast. You sometimes you say, oh, well, um, you know, I got X amount of more minutes. Then next thing you know, it's like, oh, no, you don't have no time. So, uh, yeah, we don't have much time. So I guess what I'm going to do is leave you on a good song. I'm trying to find a very good song to see, leave you to. Um, oh, man, I can't find a good song. Come on. Oh, Scissor. You like Scissor? Let's see. I don't know. Who we like? Who's, who's, um, uh, body count? Jesse Boys. Who do we like, guys? I don't know. R&B Waves. I don't like that one. Um, I say we go with, you know, I'm just loving Miss Beyonce. She was something else, okay? Did anybody see her at Coachella? She was doing it. This is this is just one thing that she did. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can get it, pop it up for you. Yeah. So anyway, um, I thank you guys for listening in. I was just rambling on today, but I know you love me because um, you know y'all love me. Y'all know y'all love me. But um, yeah, this is Beyonce at Coachella. Uh, for those of you who didn't catch all of it. This is just a little piece. I'm going to leave you with this. And until next time, it's your girl Tanya on the town. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Ready? All right. <laughs> Let's see what happened. So, anyway, hope you have a blessed Sunday. Uh, Saturday, actually. Today's Saturday. And, uh... Oh, check you out. Ready? All right. Let's see. I didn't like that one so much. Actually, I like that. Sorry, better. Let's see what she did. Let's see. All right. So, thank you so much for listening. It is Gerald Tanya on the town. And uh, we will check you next week. Hopefully, I'll have a guest for you next week. And we just... All right, here we go. We're going to do with the beat.